0: Honestly, I was just working my way up to death. I thought about killing myself every day. I was using all the time, and that's not a sustainable lifestyle. My brother shot himself because of drugs. When you are using technology to lure children for sexual purposes, there's a couple of problems that concern me. But I remember feeling kind of relieved after hurting myself. Do you have any idea how much you were worth? I like to say it this way. Great people are really built in the furnace of affliction. Our teens are navigating a world of information anarchy and increased stress and pressure. Drugs are glorified more than ever before, and there seems to be a suicide option that didn't exist prior. As adults, we are responsible to provide the help at-risk teens need. Have teens changed, or is it just the world they live in that's different? Is this why so many teens are traumatized or triggered? My name is Aaron Huey and in 2009, I opened a home for these teens with the hopes of giving them a second chance at creating the life we all know they deserve. Now I wanna give parents the information that contributed to our success and to support them in navigating the at-risk world. These are the stories told by the teens and the techniques used by experts to help them. Welcome to Beyond Risk and back. All right, here we are again at the psychotherapist, psychotherapist? Winter Symposium. Yeah, Psychotherapy Association Winter Symposium. I'm with an old buddy, Jeff Jones, and I know that my show has a few EWTC uh, graduates from back in the day. I want you all to know Jeff Jones is an EWTC graduate and um, I remember meeting him in an athletic club one time. We decided we were gonna set up a meeting, and I walked in, and he sat down, he goes, I know you from somewhere, and I said, oh yeah? And he goes, you did something to me that I'll never forget, and I was like, I remember your face. Now, I'm not gonna say what I did to him, but everybody who did the EWTC camp knows exactly what Jeff is talking about, when he's like, you did that thing to me. So, Jeff and I became reacquainted, Um, At the time he was doing a lot of work with trauma and had this really cool experience on how to help clients bring the trauma response up in the body so that the therapist could deal with it immediately and directly and it was pretty potent stuff and he did it with our kids as well. Jeff also worked at Fire Mountain for a short amount of time but Jeff is a speaker here at the Winter Symposium. And he I'm I'm glad he's on and I know we're going to be setting up a bigger talk because Jeff has got some online stuff that families need to know about. And we're gonna talk about how he's taken his work that he's done for how long you been in this, Jeff? In the business? Yeah since 2006 okay so he's he's been doing things for over 15 years now and we're gonna talk about how he's moving this stuff online and how it's working how it's helping so regardless of where you are you got no excuse there's groups to join there's support to be had um but i'm gonna let jeff take it away jeff thanks for signing up i was so excited when i saw that you signed up and here we are yeah, thank you very
1: much, Aaron. One of the first things that I want to say is I've been up to Fire Mountain. I was there helping out kind of in an interim, and it's an awesome place. I've seen Aaron's family program, and it is unlike anything I have ever seen. Thanks for saying that. And very unique, and I keep asking Aaron, so when's that book coming out kind of thing. And I so – my thing is is families and I know that Aaron in his own right is an expert and has a spin on it that I have a ton of respect for. So thank you.
0: Hey, I, you and I have always agreed and never disagreed on the fact that you could do the work with the addict with the with the child the adult who's suffering from mental health issues you could do the greatest work on the planet you could have the best interventionist, but if the family does not participate in the process it's all for naught it doesn't work
1: right I, I totally agree with that, and I saw that point over and over and over, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing with families, be because I've seen a lot of money spent on that one person, yes, and it happens three and four and five times, and it
0: shouldn't be like that. Like that. So now let's talk about this. Let's talk about what you've done because we we can come up with a million excuses and a million reasons why we don't have time we can't make the drive um but you, the fact that you're putting this up online allows these families to be able to do this work that you and i both agree is so important right from the privacy from the security from the from their own place where they can move into it at their own speed talk about what you've created
1: yeah so Um, What I have right now is um, six different online groups for the family caregiver and um, what I had was just a whole family healing program, a three phase program for everyone in the family. They can live anywhere and they're all connected to the same information, the same facilitated processes together and so these six groups are kind of the six stages family members experienced with addiction and it starts with a worry and then and so that's the first group and then it goes to a concern and and then after a concern oftentimes there's a conversation there's a crisis, and then there's a conversation. So the groups are worry, concern, crisis, intervene, change, and integrate. And if someone gets out of the main current after a rapid, I I know you know this metaphor, Uh, because you and your wife are boaters, Have been down the Grand Canyon and I know this, but it's it's like once someone gets out of the main current, if they get caught in an eddy, right? Like, for instance, after a crisis, they can go round and round and round and not really intervene in some kind of way that's effective to help move the whole process along, move
0: down the river right kind of thing I love love the symbology and you and I have talked at length about the symbology before (laughs) because I'm and, and all my audience knows that I love I love reading in and symbology and all that type of stuff but that is exactly and we're talking when you talk about uh the going round and round you're saying that you can get caught in the eddy at any one of these stages
1: yeah 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 so it it, it's like what I have put together is a river map yes so it shows this visually and it shows the eddies nice and and so what I'm doing it like online thing my my role is um, coach or guide kind of thing so there's groups and there's individual coaching it depends on what someone wants but but what I'm offering here is a complement to addiction treatment services, really any addiction treatment services. And I know there's, you know, numerous um, treatment centers out there that have really good family programs.
0: And there's some like that don't have. Own. Thank you. And, and there's some that don't have any and family some program that, at all.
1: That don't have any at all. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in collaborating, in working together. Actually, the talk I'm doing here Um, the like I have three sentences I'm asking a lot of questions I want people in the room with a lot of family experience so I'm inviting you Aaron thank you very much to that the idea here is for people to collaborate to talk about what's really good what works what's challenging how they're dealing with it etc etc okay so that that's what I'm up to
0: let's finish the six we got worry concern crisis yeah. And then beyond that, what are the other three groups?
1: The next one is intervene. Okay. And, and so inter- intervene, like. Group- we intervene every time we try to have a conversation or something, Inter- but intervention on the other side of the continuum can be having, like hiring a professional okay. to come in.
0: So it's it's every level of intervention, how to have a conversation, right. How, right. To, how to bring in an interventionist.
1: Yeah, so the new website that I have, I'm a member of the network of independent interventionists, so I yes. link to that so people can kind of see. Here are interventionists that don't accept kickbacks kind of thing nice Um, nice so I I was gonna write a book and instead I put it all on this website fantastic to meet people at the stage they're at
0: okay and then you move on to change
1: right right so so change is like once their loved one is in a program um in a treatment center it's like what we were saying before it isn't just about one person in the family changing like Johnny who would come to Fire Mountain. It isn't just about Johnny changing, it's about the structure of the family changing as well, and doing that at the same time. So I'm a compliment, and then after change, it's it's like to integrate those changes, practice them over and over and over, have a place to talk about it, feedback, bounce ideas off of, be reminded of what they learned in family programs like at Fire Mountain, right. for instance.
0: So, okay, and we, we got, I'm, my questions are piling up, so I want to get the, the last one is the Integrate.
1: Okay, yeah, so Integrate is exactly um, once the family really has an understanding of what um, How they can communicate in the family. The family's gone through a process to make decisions together. They've learned some skills to, for instance, um, be aware of their own triggers, impulse control, that kind of thing. Once they've learned some skills, it's like they need to practice it over and over. It isn't about like I've I've gone to like weekend workshops, learned some great stuff, and I come home and a week later, what do I do with it?
0: You're you're laughing because yeah, oh it's we call them end of halls. You would have a you have an amazing experience, you have an amazing breakthrough, it lasts till you walk to the end of the hall of the hotel. And you know, and and the the, the integrative process is a potent process because it's more than just saying, Hey, you learned this stuff, why aren't you using it? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 so, so, okay. so that's what I'm up to.
0: Okay, so now here are my questions as we go into this. My first question is, I'm, I'm a parent. I want to understand how to use the platform. So I know parents are, are on are going to be listening to this podcast, they're going to pull up your website, which we'll give at the end of this podcast, because I want them to listen first and then go look at it. But once they get to your podcast, do they join any one of the groups that they feel they're in, or do they go through an actual phase process where they start at worry, and when they're done with that, the work in that one, they move on, and how do they know when they're ready to go on, or can they bounce around? What's what's your process?
1: Yeah, so the way it is laid out with those six different rapids or six different groups is so family members can read and understand what that stage is like. So there's, there's probably 3,000 to 5,000 word description of each one of these stages. And people can read that, they can make a determination as to what stage they're at and what is most helpful. The reality is, is that they click on this thing that says like, let's have a conversation kind of thing. And we have a conversation and and I can help, like if they have questions, should I be in this group or that group kind of thing, or what's, there's a personal conversation. The other possibility here is, this is a whole nother level of service, but it's working with a treatment center having release of information signed for an individual family and, you know, a team of professionals around a family that wants to change. And I, I, I know you, right. you're you familiar with
0: it. Yeah, and so what we're saying is that while Uh, parents, while their kid's in a treatment center, the parents can be going through this process and going through their own coaching process and their online process with you. And uh, it's not interfering with the treatment program. It's complementing.
1: Right, right. When I work with a treatment center and I understand, like, what they're – intake process is, what what their expectations are with the family, the type of communication they would like to have with the family, and actually once we work at that level, I can help the family really effectively communicate with the treatment center, save the treatment center time from... Phone calls that are just complaining or not getting a, spinning around in an eddy kind of thing. Nice and to where family members they have a better understanding of what all's going on and they can communicate in a way to where the treatment center understands exactly what the problem is, to where they don't spend a lot of time on it. And then when that family goes to the family program, if if that treatment center has a family program, like a lot of them don't, you know this, but when it does, then they're, they're, they're primed. So that's one possibility.
0: Got it, got it, got it. In your first two uh, uh, coaching platforms we got worry and concern what's the difference
1: yeah well the difference is worry is like just in like my peripheral vision I notice something's a little bit different I may not kind of tag it to that one specific person but I may start to notice something's different I may start to get curious my mind goes to all these different places and a lot a lot of times it's it can either be glossing over things like oh my gosh all the spoons are missing where's the spoons da 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 kind of thing or it could be more specific than that. So there, and right now, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of like lo- launching this thing. So the worry and concern group are gonna be one group. Okay. For a while. I'm in my own process of figuring out how this service delivery model can be the most effective in the addiction recovery space and environment
0: it seems to me that a big part of your work coming up in the next few years is finding all of those treatment centers that don't have family programs and saying send your parents to me
1: i there's i have so many questions i have so many questions about how this is going to unfold which is why i'm doing this this talk yes. in, in a way i really want to have like a room full of people like yourself that have a lot of experience start having conversations with one another and to where one there's collaboration between professionals but two I want a better understanding of how this thing that I put together can, like where it can fit the best because I know there's a lot of ways it can go and it's not all about me doing all of these six groups and this three phase process, a whole family healing with every family. It's like this is something where there's a lot of potential for a lot of people here.
0: Okay, we're gonna come back to talking about your online stuff in a minute. I wanna talk about some of the juicy stuff that you and I love to talk about, which is, in your opinion, when a family has a family member in recovery or in treatment, what is the biggest thing the family struggles with? Well, one of the biggest
1: things I've seen is over and over again there's this thinking that goes um, that it's one person's problem and just get them fixed up. and you know, this is not the family's fault, period. This is not. I mean, the definition of addiction is this is a brain disease. And it's it like, if, if I'm the one with the addiction and you're the family, it's gonna be real easy for you to look at me and say, yo, Jeff, just get your brain fixed up. You got the problem, we're fine, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, so that is one of the biggest problems out there. And I mean, historically, families were blamed for being
0: part of the problem or blamed as the problem. Right, you can always, you can always say, you know, tell me about your mother, right? <laughs> that, that for somehow all this goes back to the mother.
1: Well, and once you say that, then it's like this huge snowball or avalanche goes downhill, you know? But it's a both and really because the history of the family is definitely important the individual's resources and brain functioning definitely important it's both and it's not just
0: one or the other right right all right so we've got a we've got a family in recovery the family is doing their part. The kid's doing their part or, or the, the family member who's struggling with addiction and re- recovery is doing their part. Once the, the family's all reintegrated, what's the most, I don't, I don't know the word to use, I want to say popular, what's common, what's the most common way it falls apart? Because we can't just say the kid relapses and now everybody goes back to the way things were. How does, how does the whole family come apart? What changes that what was working stops working?
1: Well, so, like one of the first things I think of when you ask me that question is unhealed family trauma. Something happened a while back. It didn't get fully healed. People moved into coping, coping roles to deal with that. They get used to that. That becomes habitual, and then, when it falls apart there's another trigger and people regress to that habitual place and it's it's, then they're not able to use their skills so the more that kind of thing happens and then it's like things just get disrupted again and so for the person with the addiction if they go back to that as a coping skill, whatever kind of addiction that was, as a coping skill, they relapse. And then the whole thing can – and it, it it's like when it falls apart, it it's, it's not the end of the world. It's like the metaphor with the boating thing. Like, you remember going through Lava Falls? Yeah. Like, I flipped there. And if I'm going through there by myself and I flip, I'm like, that. that that's not a good situation. That's a long float. <laughs> I, I, I am not gonna be able to turn the boat over by myself. Right. But if I'm with a group, if I'm with other people, it's like I'm gonna have a much better chance to get the boat pulled over, you know, to calm myself down, to get people on the side of the boat, to pull it back over. Re rig my gear, you know, have some food, calm down, da da
0: da da da. And strap down for the next ride. <laughs> yeah. Because that next rapid's coming. That's what I love so much about your metaphor. That next rapid's coming. And you might have been down the river a hundred times, <laughs> but if the flow's different, that rapid's going to be different, and you got to scout it before you go over. Thinking you've got it nailed because yeah. yeah. you took a boating class, yeah. man. Yeah. We could go on with this so, forever. I, yeah, yeah. So, so one more thing yes. with
1: the lava falls thing. I've I've been down five times. Twice I flipped. Once com- I was completely under the boat for all of that run. It's only Holy sixty moly. seconds, and I know it's sixty Long seconds. Longest sixty because seconds because a backpacker videoed me me flip and wow. i was under the boat for the whole time and what i want to say about that is that it's it's like the river and that kind of thing it's it's like rivers can be traumatic but also that, the river, is my biggest resource, and that is so much like family, yeah? Yes. Families, are like, when we get together, it can be such a big resource for us, but there's times,
0: huge amount of trouble. <laughs> biggest trigger, biggest resource. Oh All right, God. Jeff, how are families going to, uh, uh, parents listening to this, they're like, I want Jeff, how do they find you? How do they get in touch with you?
1: So my website is www.the Family Recovery Solution.com.
0: And are you on Facebook?
1: I am on Facebook, and that is TFR Solution is kind of the Facebook handle. Do
0: you have a direct email or phone number you'd like to give out?
1: Yeah, it's jeff at thefamilyrecoverysolution.com.
0: Look, parents, teachers, clinicians, I've known Jeff a long time. This guy's money. He's the real deal. He's got a good thing going. Uh, check out the familyrecoverysolution.com, Jeff Jones. I know we're gonna talk again. We, we continually satellite around each other's work. Um, I'm really glad you're here. And uh, parents, I wanna say, remember, you take care of yourself first, you take care of your adult relationships second, you take care of your children third, because in that way we do our best work with our children. And if you have never been whitewater rafting, take it from Jeff and I. It is exhilarating, empowering, amazing. Take your kids. All right, folks, I'll see you again. Thank Thank you, you, Jeff. Oh, of course, anytime, Jeff, thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Join us each week for your connection to experts in adolescent health and wellness, recovery, and responsibility, and also to listen to teens talk about their lives in crisis. For more information on our program for struggling teens, or me, please go to FireMountainPrograms.com, join us on Facebook at Fire Mountain Residential Treatment Center, or at Beyond Risk and Back. Visit our YouTube channel at Fire Mountain RTC for even more support with our parent training videos. Special thanks to Mental Health News Radio for their continued love and support of our program. Please go to MentalHealthNewsRadio.com to see all of their podcasts. Feel free to email me at Aaron at Programs.com.